moment to Luke chapter 1. I'm going to read verses 26 on. I want to talk a couple of minutes about uh, a reminder. We're going to get a reminder today from Mary, uh, the mother of Jesus, as it pertains to uh, how the Lord dealt with her, his faithfulness to her, and how it extends now to all of us, especially you moms. Because she was put in a, a, a very important place, suddenly as a mother, as a, as a very young lady. She was tasked with the challenge uh, to be the mom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as he was growing up. Praise God. Luke chapter 1, verse 26. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city in Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. Note that the verse says that God sent the angel. And not just any angel, it was Gabriel. It was an archangel. And he sent them to a soon-to-be mom. And so, having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying. And she considered... What matter, manner of greeting was this? Because first and foremost, she was not a wife yet. She was a virgin. And, and he's telling her something very interesting. You're, you're favored among women. The Lord's with you. you know, she was a, probably a most likely a teenager at that time. Then the Lord said to her, Don't be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. One moment of favor will erase 20 years of problems and issues and, and failures and issues. So favor is the greatest thing. And he said, Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son. And he shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and he will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. And Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I know not a man? And the angel said to her, answered her and said, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also the Holy One who will be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, family member, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. For with God... Nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold your maidservant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Amen. Father, we thank you for your word. And we thank you for this beautiful day, Lord God, where we celebrate our moms. Uh, and we appreciate them very much. And I just pray that you would uh, open up our eyes, that we would not do it just because it's a holiday that the government has established, but Lord, that we would do so continuously that we might catch this by revelation instead of by decree. We thank you for it. Now, the Holy Spirit, I pray that you open up the eyes of our understanding, that we might understand what you're sharing with us, that it might become a personal revelation to us. Thank you, Father. We ask these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. You may be seated in God's presence. So, there was a, a son who's asking his father regarding New Year's resolutions. He said, Dad, what's your New Year's rev resolution? And, and Dad says, I, I want to make your mom as happy as I can all year long. So then he goes to Mom. Mom, 
What is your resolution? It's to make sure that your dad keeps his New Year's resolution. <laughs> One of the things that I've noticed, and uh, this is pretty much a fact, uh, well, you know, listen, mothers get the red carpet treatment. You know that, right? On their day, they get the red carpet treatment, beautiful uh, bouquets, brunches. For fathers, if, I don't know if you noticed it, retailers, they have been able to price everything on the $9.99 for that. <laughs> now, a good example, you know, I don't know if you saw on that commercial, the fly swatter. It's not just a fly swatter. You could get that, a talking fly swatter. This talking fly swatter says uh, things like, hasta la vista, baby. You know, when, as you swing it, $9.99. For fathers, so don't forget, guys, it's, it's on its way. Or maybe you might want to do a little one. Another thing this thing does, when, when it swings, flight canceled. For the bug, you know, flight canceled. Another thing would say, is it die, sucker. So this year, don't forget Father's Day also, right? But, but today's mom, Mom's Day, so we still get to spoil her. And then what about the, the little child? She's uh, walking where her mom's about four years old. So she picks up something from the ground, as most kids do, puts it in the mouth. And so mom immediately tells her, in her own words, don't do that. Uh, you know, so I took the item away uh, from her, she says, as she was communicating. And she asked her not to do that. The, the daughter said, why? And then mom said, it's because it's been lying outside. You don't know where it's been. It's been dirty, probably has germs, she said. So at that point, the daughter looks at her. And she says, wow, how do you know all this stuff? So mom quickly thought, and she says, what can I answer her at age four? She says, well, listen, moms know this stuff. It's on the mommy test. You have to know it, or they don't let you be a mommy, right? <laughs> so as she's walking around for two, three minutes, a little girl, she realizes, oh, I get it. So if you don't pass the test, you get to be the daddy? LAUGHTER <laughs> It's jokes, jokes. It's Mother's Day. Come on, guys. We get our day in a, in a month or so, all right? <laughs> I, found, I found that to be cute. Praise the Lord. So here we have a situation where a young lady gets a special visit from the angel. She was about ready to embark on something that she really wasn't, I don't know, qualified for at the moment. She didn't have the experience for it. She didn't know it. But innately, God had given her uh, an anointing for it, a gracing for it. And so he sends a special delivery angel to communicate to her what she's going to be doing in the next couple of years, so to speak, maybe the next 20, 30 years. So she, didn't, she wasn't ready for it, but I thank God that God knows us better than we know ourselves. Amen. And so out of this story, I, I can see that when God calls us, what he'll first do is he'll impart in us substance, wisdom, abilities that we know not of at the moment. But as we grow up, God starts giving us little glimpses of who we are, of what we're called to do, of our strengths, of our weaknesses. And certainly, when this uh, uh, soon-to-be mother was getting ready for her assignment, it was a very special assignment, as all mother's assignments are. God made sure that he qualified her, that he empowered her, that he spoke to her, that he blessed her, that he favored her. So to you, mother, I just wanted to share what happened to Mary can also happen to each and every one of you because every child is important. Every child has a calling. Every child has an assignment to his future or her future. So when she heard all of these things, in Luke 2.19, the Bible says, Mary kept all these things 
and pondered them in her heart. So she meditated on what the angel told her throughout the years. My God, this baby, he's special. Uh, God even gave me his name. Uh, God gave me his assignment. See, so for years she pondered it. And the Bible says in Philippians 4.18 that finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you've learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. So notice how important it is, uh, mothers, and, and of course I speak by extension to all of us because these are scriptural principles and they work for all of us, that we have to meditate on the right things. So Mary had to dedicate herself to meditating on what God uh, gave her as instructions for her child and for her future. And because she was called as an assignment as a mother to this child, there's some things that she had to watch out for in her own life. She couldn't go astray as a mom. She had to stay focused. And so here's what happens. Today, uh, we have news, we have uh, Twitter, we have Facebook. I'm telling you, the stuff makes me go dizzy. There's so much overload of information that it's hard to be who you're supposed to be. And so one of the reminders that Mary, uh, Mother Mary gives to us today is that we have to start to once again focus on what God has called us to do, on who God has called us to be. And we have to start you know, saying no to this junk, to that junk, the other junk. And if you're going to use these uh, communication ports, use them to bless others don't use them to be uh, swallowed up by them. Amen. Yeah, I, and more than ever before, I see people walking the streets with their head down, with their noses almost stuck on the phone, and invariably they're either texting, or emailing, or on Facebook, or on Twitter, or on something similar. They walk into the streets, red light. Sometimes we have to say, hey, uh, hello, hello, hello. Ah, oh, sorry. What do you mean sorry? Stop that. We're getting swallowed and consumed by these things. And one of the reminders we're getting from Scripture today is don't get consumed by this over-information. Don't get consumed by trends. Don't get consumed because they have it, my baby should have it also. No, if you can't afford $150 sneakers, get them $40 sneakers, but just make sure that they're dressed, they're protected. You don't have to do everything that they're doing or they're doing, they're doing. It will swallow you up whole. Protect that child. Don't let that child get consumed by his friends, by school. They're throwing out every form of garbage uh, that, that, that they can learn. At an early age, they know things we didn't learn until we were 18 or 19, for crying out loud. Amen. So we have to be there to protect our children. We have to be there to protect our communities and those that we have been assigned to. So the first thing that we've learned um, as a reminder is we need to refocus on who we are. And the refocus means that I have to say no to some things. I can't be, you know, everything to everybody. So say that to your neighbor. You cannot be everything to everybody. Jesus' assignment was so clear. By the time he was 30, he was so trained by his mom, by his dad. He was so trained in the scriptures because he learned early on to meditate on the right things. So that when he was 30, he was ready to start his ministry. He was able to fly. He was ready to go for it. Are we being that blessing to our setting? So, Mother, you have a great task, a great responsibility, and it is your responsibility to make sure you focus on who you are. I tell you, very successful people are all very focused people. 
all very focused people. You see these CEOs, very focused. They don't have time to. You will not just be able to go casually into the office and sit down and chat with them. You need an appointment, even if they're your friend. I got no amens on that. All of us, we let people anytime call us, right? Oh, yeah, no, now there's an overload. Even if somebody uh, texts you, they, they expect a response right away. doesn't make a difference if you're in a ladder painting. Oh, oh, oh. It's like such a need to rush to do this. You know, you got to tell people, slow down. You're not going to hear from me in a day or two. It's all right. I'm still alive. What did we do in the 80s and the 70s? I'll tell you what we did. Or, or what about the other one? Huh? No call waiting. And the answering machine, that, that, that very hard to understand. He's not here right now. Please leave a message. Now everything's digital, so everything is clear. No, people, we've got to slow down. And in order to be effective and successful in what God has called us to do, to be peaceful, that's another thing this thing creates, is stress. Ring, email, text, Twitter. I got people that Facebook me. And in two hours later, uh, did you get my message? The answer is no, and I'm not going to get it for another week because I don't look at Facebook. Except maybe once a week. And when I do it, I just look real quick. Okay, this person's talking about chanclas. This person's talking about a Big Mac. I don't see anything that's going to help my purpose. Is it true? Or, or have the news and Facebook been a little, been a little simplistic lately? Don't get me wrong. Some, some of you share some good verses. Some of you share what you're doing and you cut your hair. I say amen. Enjoy your haircut. But let me get back to my business, what I'm supposed to be doing. Praise God. So what I'm saying is, you know, let's slow down. Let's not be such in a rush. Let's not allow people to control us. Let's get focused once again and start meditating, first and foremost, on Almighty God. Second, on your relationship with Him. Thirdly, on your assignment to the world. Amen. You're very important. Your assignment is vital. But the enemy will come at you to try to pick off your focus. True. How much you do in a day? Well, I spent two hours on Facebook. I spent three hours on my email. Yeah, because right now, I don't know if it's happening with you, but lately, you know, I used to have 30, 20 emails, right? And so you answer them, a couple of junk, a little bit of junk. I have right now 1,125 emails. And I am stuck. And somebody tells me, oh, two weeks, I send you an email. I say, well, you're probably 500 on the list. Because <laughs> what happens is, as you get the email, right? But then another guy says, and another person, and then an advertiser, advertiser, and then another person, and another person. You know what I tell my friends? If I don't respond to you, then that, call me next day. Better yet, just call me. Call me. And I really mean it. And if I don't pick up, it's because I'm in a meeting or I'm something. Call me, leave a message. Those I'll respond to. I'm not, I'm not your generation. Your generation, you love to do the texting. I've even turned off the texting because every, uh, it texts me at 2 in the morning. And meanwhile, I'm in a beautiful sleep. I mean, I, I'm, in the, I, I'm, I'm an aviator. I'm flying a plane somewhere and I'm having a great... And what is it for? Something unimportant. Three in the morning. Okay, so you were up. You couldn't sleep. So the whole world can't sleep, right? 
So I even turn off my notifications because I need to get my sleep because I need to focus on my day. So Mary learned how to focus, stay focused, and not allow anything to deter her. Amen? Say to your neighbor, focus, and you'll become great. In verse, in verse 26, it says that she was spoken to. So God sent a special delivery angel. I want to tell you that God is still speaking today. Psalms 107.20 says he sent his word and he healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Right now, there's a word hovering over you that God wants to release to you. And it's uniquely for you. It's uniquely geared to your issues, uniquely geared to your challenges, uniquely geared to your future and your purpose. So you need to start calming your mind down so you can start hearing God. Because God does not scream. He talks very softly. The Spirit of God speaks softly. And you need to be focused to be able to hear what he is saying. But believe you me, he is speaking to you. Well, I have, I have a lot of problems. Yes, and God has a lot of solutions. And he's a faithful God. He doesn't leave us nor forsake us. Like he was with Mary, he is with you today. I'm having a problem with my children. Well, God specializes in healing children and healing that. So we need to be in, in the presence of God. So, oh, God, here's my child. And continue to put him in the presence. Let me tell you, God will heal you. God will give you wisdom specific to your children. Yes. Amen? Then the other thing is that his word to you always comes in the midst of your circumstances. And it always is rejoice. The Lord is with you. You are blessed. In the midst of your circumstance, how many of you are going through some issues right now? Some problems, some difficulties. Amen. Well, that's when God sends the word. He loves sending words on time. And sometimes he allows the process of life so that you can go through the difficulties and then he delivers you in the midst of the difficulties. So you could, so you could see, so you could learn how to trust in him. At the same time, you could develop some spiritual muscle. Amen. See, because Christians today have to really work their muscles. Because in the same way many of us don't exercise and we get flabby, same thing in the spirit. There are many flabby spiritual Christians. You see them in the spirit, they're like... <laughs> the, the wind hits them and they're like this. Yeah, but God wants you strong in the spirit. So sometimes he'll allow you to go through the process and then he beats you in the midst of the process. Praise God. And his word to you is, whoa, man, you're going through a hard time. Oh, look at you. No. His word to you is rejoice. The Lord is with you. And he tells you rejoice in the midst of the difficulty. You see why? Because if you had a revelation that everything was going to come out okay, you're going through the difficulty, but you knew that you had a benefactor that was going to take care of all your needs. You already sat down and had the advanced meeting. You're coming into the difficulty, but you're smiling. Says, I don't care all this because I know I'm going to be taken care of. Right? Because you have wisdom and understanding about it. So he wants us to come into situations and circumstances with that level of wisdom. Amen. I know it's difficult. I know it looks impossible. But my God, he majors in impossible. He gets, he gets started when we all give up. That's when, he ha he, that's when he's having the most fun. When we think it can't be done, that's when he comes up. You think it can't be? Well, look at this. Boom. You can't get any more tight than Moses it was back against, not a wall, back against the sea. And he's looking, and the armies of Pharaoh, and they're all foaming at the mouth, ready to take them down. And then God's people saying, what are we going to do, Moses? You brought us here to die. And they're angry at him. Pharaoh's army's angry at him. And he looks to his back, and it's the sea. And the, the sea even looks angry. 
So where, what does God do? God speaks to him right there in the midst of the crisis, in the midst of the difficulty. He says, what do you have in your hand? I have the rod. Okay, use it. You have your authority. Use it. So today God reminds you, you have authority. Use it. Amen. When you partner with God, impossibilities melt away. Turns around. He hits that sea. The sea splits open. They all get delivered. And that very sea that allows them to get to deliver swallows up their enemies at the same time. Praise God. So God also tells us and reminds us, rejoice for the Lord is with you. You are blessed. The word blessed means you are empowered. Philippians 4.4 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say, rejoice. So God wants us to rejoice in the midst of all the areas of our life because He is with us and He's with us to deliver us. Ephesians 1.3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. So note, the Bible says that He already blessed us. So say to the neighbor, you're already blessed. According to God, you're already blessed. You're blessed with every spiritual blessing. So everything starts in the spirit realm and manifests in the natural. See, the spirit is the parent of the natural. Amen. This earth did not uh, 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 exist first. God existed first. Amen. God who is spirit created the earth which is natural. Yes. So you're blessed with all spiritual blessings and those transfer into natural blessings. So you're already blessed and empowered in the spirit, which is the parent force. So that allows you to have dominion here in the natural. Because you're a permanent spiritual being have a tempor having a temporary uh, existence here in this flesh. Yes. But make no mistake about it, you're a spirit being. Yes. Praise God. So God said, you're already blessed. Say, say to the neighbor, you're already blessed. You're already blessed. So the word blessed means you're already empowered to conquer. You're already empowered by Him, by the way, to be able to accomplish all you need to in life. Praise God. Then the next thing he said in, in verse 29 is that uh, she caught a revelation. She saw the angel. It troubled her when she saw this vision. So guess what? In verse 29, you also, say to your neighbor, you also, you also will see great things in this season. In Jeremiah 33, 3, it says, Call to me, and I will answer you, and I will show you great and mighty things which you do not know. When we call upon God, God will show us great things. When we call upon God, He will do the miraculous for us. He puts His super on our natural. And we get to see supernatural things. Praise God. So get ready to see. See, we're, by nature, we're visionaries. God gave us an internal monitor. Now, I don't know about you, what is your internal monitor showing you? Most of you are rehearsing terrible things because, again, you're meditating on the wrong things. You need to change the channel. One thing that men are good at, we change channels real quick. Yeah, yeah put, a, we'll put one of those remotes in our hands. We don't like something. Within 40 seconds, click, no mercy. I don't care, I don't care in 10 minutes it's going to get good. If it's not good the first minute, click, that's it, man. Click. And I go back to the channel. I got to click again just to make sure. Sure. You better, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, we need, we need to flip the script because too many of you, 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 you're constantly seeing junk, junk, junk. And it's not real. It's just things that you're thinking about. And don't, don't make any mistakes. The enemy uses that to try to get us into negative scripts and negative visions. You need to change that and flip it because you have control. You really, you do. You can actually say no to it and say yes to the, the, the just, the holy, the pure. Praise God. So what we meditate on daily, it, it helps to create our habits. And our habits create our destiny. So it's necessary that we Amen. flip our script. Hallelujah. 
Because make no mistake about it, you speak to yourself all day long. Yeah. Oh, everybody, we have internal, an internal script. And God wants us to see the miraculous. Amen. He wants us to see what He's showing us. Amen. But in order to see what He is showing us, we have to let go of that other channel. Yes. Hallelujah. Good word. Amen. Praise God. Too many vampire movies. Forget that. Amen. Too many dinosaur movies. Forget that. Amen. Right now they're flooding. I mean, there's no more good movies out there. That's right. It's all reality shows. Horror? Oh yeah, well horror brings in a spirit with it. That's right. But uh, it's amazing to me the That's emptiness, true. the inaneness of these programs. Yesterday we were flipping a channel, just you know, checking to see something in the evening, and something now about Amish kids leaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a program on that. yeah. yeah. Amish moms or something. Or breaking out. That's what it was. It was breaking Amish. I went, really? How much money are they spending on that? How much money is going to that? Who is, who's funding this? I'll tell you who's funding it. People sitting down going, not me, man. I go, real quick, man. Break up. Click, 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 click. Yeah, we have to be very careful and allow. You know I'm not the only. Come on, guys. Help me out here, right? If I don't like it, if I don't like it, it's going down. That's right. You too, Mr. Mr. You do that too? Yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. Stand, yeah, no. I stand corrected. You stand corrected? And you, you're getting into it. You can get into a program like in one minute. And he can destroy it in one minute. It's just sappy, man. Yeah. But think about it. God wants to show you stuff, but your spirit, man, or your mind is so controlled and so full of junk. And we're doing that. We're putting junk in our folder. Too yes. much junk on the folder. Yes, yes. Don't do that. Don't do the getaway because God wants to show you a vision of great and mighty things in the coming days. Amen? Amen. Praise God. And then also, he said, the angel said to her, don't be afraid because you have favor with God. In Genesis 39, verse 4, Joseph had been taken as a slave. And so he ends up in Potiphar's house. So because of the favor of God that was upon him, even though they meant to do him wrong, Look at what verse 4 says. So Joseph found favor in his sight, and he served him. And, he, and they made him overseer of his house and all that he had put under his authority. So it doesn't make a difference where you are now. The favor will take you to the next level. The favor will open doors that you yourself can't in the natural. Too many of us put trust in man. You need to put trust in God. Even if there exists no door, God will create a door just for you because He loves you. That's right. Because there's favor upon you. So say to your neighbor, favor rules. Favor. Say, say to yourself, favor rules in my house. Favor rules in my house. Amen. Let me tell you, one moment of failure, of favor, will, uh, it, it will get away, it will throw away 10 years of failure. Yes. That was too close. Almost, almost a rhyme there. I was never good at rapping. So think about it. Favor. I'd rather have the favor of God than a check for a million dollars. Somebody just say, well, give me the million. I'll, I'll, I'll learn favor along the way. No, you won't. <laughs> no, you won't. This thing is given to you by Almighty God. The million dollars comes and goes very quickly. Many lottery, former lottery winners now are broke, busted, disgusted, and even worse than they were before. Because they thought it would solve all their problems, and it didn't solve all their problems. 
but give me favor with God and then I'll go and I'll get that promotion. Give me favor with God and I'll go in there and God will give me wisdom to heal this situation. Give me favor with God and even my enemies will be forced to be at peace with me. Hallelujah. Come on, give me some praise. And then it says, uh, the, the angel said that you'll conceive a child. In, in verse 32, it says, what you will conceive will be great and will impact nations. Well, let me tell you something. We're always conceiving. Our words conceive. Yes. Our thoughts conceive. Right. You know, and for you mothers, you conceive not only uh, words and thoughts, but you, you conceive children. But let me tell you, God is bringing us to this place where by faith we are conceiving things into this generation and into coming generations that, that are needed, by the way. There are things inside your spirit man that need to be conceived in this day. Yes. And they won't come forth unless you make it happen. Yes. Unless you yes. see it and work it and partner with Almighty God. It might be a business. You might need to run for office. You might need to cover a child and help that child in his assignment. God's calling you to connect with a local house and conceive some things in that ministry. Many people come to a local church. Well, I don't like this church. Why? Because it doesn't have this ministry. Well, maybe God's calling you. Maybe you see it and God called you to see it so you can help to conceive it. Amen. So stop criticizing Amen. and complaining and help to make it happen. Amen. Praise God. See, that's what we're doing by faith. We saw that building years ago. God showed us that building years ago. And he kept on sending prophet after prophet. Don't worry, the building's on its way. So what did we do three years ago? We started saving for the building that we didn't see yet. But we saw it in our spirit man. Praise God. And, and even though that building was not uh, pretty much open for us because somebody already had a contract in, ha in hand to sign it, but something happened that, that the person decided not to go for it. Another person had an opportunity, boom, suddenly it didn't happen. So what happens, God raises up one of you here and you get connected to um, a real estate person who, by the way, lives in the community. And before they put that, uh, uh, that uh, business or rather that building in the market, we found out about it. And the first day went on market, we went there and we put the binder. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Because right. we had already been waiting for this building for so many years. Amen. So when God opened up a door, we were waiting. Amen. Be why? Because we had already seen it and we were already pregnant with it. Yes. Praise God. Yes. So now we birthed it. Now, we we're, we're, now you know what's happening? Now we're burping it. Yes. We're burping it. Yes. We're feeding it. Yes. We're preparing yes. it. Yes. Praise God. We're clothing it. Because we already birthed. I felt the birthing. Yes. It was three weeks ago during closing. The whole week. Get this document, that thing, that other thing, that other. Oh man, by the end of the week, I was, I was like. And that was a long pregnancy, man. It was, took us years, you know. <laughs> but yeah, there are things inside of you that you're birthing. The other day, one of our youth, you know, had something in her spirit and, and God spoke to her to do a march, to do a prayer march. Amen, and amen. so she started speaking to people of like mind and we all caught it and we all followed together with the, the youth and we went out and prayed for a couple of people. That was a birthing of something that's going to continue to take place and continue to grow. Why? Because God is using you and working with you to birth things here on earth yes, in this yes. season that are needed and that are not going to happen unless you get pregnant with vision pregnant with a, with a vision of it and help to make it happen. Amen. Praise God. And notice, in order for a person to be preg get, become pregnant, you can't get pregnant on your own. Right. Only Godzilla could do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw the movie the other day, the remake. It was amorphous and it, it, yeah. it's born pregnant. Okay, guys. Bad example. 
Yeah. Asexual. Asexual? Yeah, asexual. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. In order to get pregnant, you need a partner. See? So God is partnering with us, and he's given us his wisdom so that we can help to birth it. But it's not going to happen on your own. And number two, here on earth, to make things happen, the greatest things happen come through partnership. The greatest things that happen don't come because I do it all by myself. I don't need you. I don't need you. I don't know. God makes sure that you can't accomplish it on your own. See, so that God gets the glory. And all of us get the benefit. Instead of one guy coming in or one lady, I'm big and bad. I made everything happen. All you, nothing, nothing. No, 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 no. We're all important. We're all important. That's why even when when we said about the chairs, we're going to make this happen. I have no doubt that those chairs will be there. You know why? It's community. Community, I tell you, we, we, are, we are invincible. Community will make things happen. I know those chairs. I already, I already sat down on a couple of those chairs in my mind's eye. Yeah, I already sat down in that building in my mind's eye. I already danced in the, in the altar in my mind's eye. Because you know, why? Because community is doing it. See, and that's how God calls that. That's how people get pregnant together. It's, 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 a, it's a team thing. Yeah, but what about Mary? Excuse me, the Holy Spirit. Impregnated her. Put the seed in there. So again, that was a partnership. Praise God. Right, you getting this? Amen. Your Amen. vision cannot come to pass unless you partner with others. That's right. Amen. Conversely, God calls you to help you also help others' visions come to pass. That's right. Yes. Amen. Praise God. How many of you love Joel Osteen's messages and church and stuff like that? Isn't that a cool ministry? I really appreciate his messages. You know. But guess what? It's not a Joel Osteen thing. If you really go to the brass tacks of it, he's got elders, he's got teams. The other day he was um, doing an interview. He says, I don't do anything. With regards to church administration, I don't do any of that. Wednesday, he starts his message. So he locks himself in. He doesn't take any meetings. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Four days he takes to get his messages together, you know, to get them properly delineated. Because he served his father for many, many years. He was the, the TV producer for his father. So he saw his father for years preparing sermons. His father was so smart and so wise. He had so much scripture memorized in him that he would never put notes on the altar. He would always memorize his entire message. So his son, you know, he does, he has his notes, but for the most part, you don't see him touching the notes for any little thing, but he, he patterns himself after that. So who does the administration? Who does the small groups? Who, who, who does uh, the administration in the church? By the way, it's an arena that they have. It's not just a local building. It's an arena. It's, a, it's a, like a, it used to be a basketball arena or a stadium. Yeah. Uh, they, they can seat somewhere around 19,000 people. But they have like three or four services. So, and they have about uh, something like, I don't know, 30, 40, 50,000 members. A lot of members. Who pastors them? It's not him. He doesn't do any pastoral oversight. He's got a team. And they're wildly successful because of it. That's the way people get successful. Now, who gets the glory there? Is it Joel Osteen? No, it's Almighty God. Who gets the credit though? Who gets the, the affirmation? Is it him? No, it's the, it's the entire team. He's the front man, so to speak. But the ones that are really running it is a whole team of leaders that love God and love each other and trust each other and do their absolute best. Amen? So vision, God is causing us to conceive great and mighty things. 
In Mark eleven twenty two, it says, Jesus answered them. He said to them, have faith in God. For surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. And do not doubt in your heart, but believe those things that he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. So some of you are believing for great things, but the enemy comes to you, try to bring doubt. Don't worry, you're not the only one. Because when Jesus started his ministry, before he got out there, the enemy tried to plant doubt in his yeah, ministry. Yeah. If you're really the son of God, excuse me, I am. He was. If you're really, see, so the enemy will come at you if you're really called to do this. If you really think you're going to be successful, what about this? What about that? He tries to derail you. But by faith, I think that our greatest days are ahead. By faith, we're going to accomplish the greatest things we've ever accomplished in God, in our communities, in our families. And we're going to see the greatest restorations, praise God, restorations of healing, restorations of business, restorations of ministry, restorations of community, restorations among our children, restorations of relationship. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm believing for it. I'm believing for it with all of my heart. Hallelujah. I'm expecting it. And verse... And, and, um, it says, verse 24, it says, Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. You know why? Because you're in prayer. Why? Prayer shows you the will of God. Amen. It's not praying like, oh, God, give me a Mercedes Benz. That, you might not get that answer. But in prayer, he's going to show you some things that are connected to your vision, that are connected to your purpose. And when he shows you that, in prayer, you'll pray for these things. You'll pray for the resources, you'll have them. Amen. See, because it's out of relationship that you get these things. Praise God. God's word is not a formula for you to use. God's word is a relational letter. That ha the heavenly father is telling you, I want you to partner with me and you're going to see supernatural things done on earth. And the point number seven in verse 34, she had questions and she asked. So what happens? They were answered. If you have questions in this season, the Holy Spirit will reveal the answer to you. In Matthew 7, 7, it says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For anyone who asks, receives. And he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. When we connect to Almighty God and we ask Him with all of our hearts, He will make sure that we receive the information. Now, it might not come like instant coffee. We want everything instant. If God doesn't answer our prayer like, no, we want to walk away and say it doesn't work. No, no, He will answer. And he will answer in his way. Amen. We want it our way. And if we don't, we throw little tantrums. I didn't get my way, I didn't get my way. No, no. God will answer. But sometimes it comes in very unusual ways. Remember, he is not linear like us. He's multidimensional. Yeah. Praise God. Amen. He's, he's here, there. He's in the future. He's in the past. He's everywhere. Omnipotent. Omniscient. But he will answer. And the answer will be the best one for you. Praise God. Yeah. Point eight, in verse 36, God said that her son was going to impact the nations, right? Well, guess what? God also wants to impact you. He wants to impact your family. And he wants to impact through you and through your family. In Acts chapter 16, when the man of God came to a house, he said, he said to him, actually, you know, he had been imprisoned. A guy named Silas. And God sets him free. He brings in an angel opens up the chains, opens up the prison door. And so the jailer that was watching him was ready to kill himself because if those prisoners get out, they'll kill him. Because the Roman soldiers, they had a lot of pressure on them. So he was just about ready to kill himself, to fall on his sword, 
And Silas and Paul said, no, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. God's doing this. This is a supernatural thing. And I want you to know, he said in, in Acts 16, 31, if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you will be saved. You and your household. See, so God doesn't only want to minister to you. He, want to, he wants to minister to your household. Take a look at your household in your mind's eye a moment. Him? I don't think so. Her? I don't know. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. God has a way to touch your family. He has their number. Believe you me, He has their number. So we need to grab a hold of faith and know that God will not only bless us, He will also bless our family. He'll be after them. He'll create challenges for them. He'll create supernatural dreams, visions, and he'll be after them all of their lives until their eyes are opened and they see that he loves them too. Praise God. Verse 37, the angel himself. So I won't give you an extra verse on that one because the verse itself says, nothing is impossible with God. Yeah, but you don't know my situation. No, I don't, but I know God. And there, is no there are no impossibilities for him. It's too late for me. Who said? Are you still breathing? Are you, are you still alive? Who here is still alive? Okay, then it's still not impossible. Amen. Praise God. God loves working the supernatural. He loves showing you miracles, signs, wonders. Praise God. He is always with us. And lastly, in verse, in verse 38, out of relationship. See, God did that. He, was, he wanted to be in relationship with Mary. Mary pondered these things. And she said, okay, let it be done to me as you have spoken. See, she received the word of God. She received the information on that vision. She received what the messenger had sent her. How many of you receive what God is saying to you? Praise God. So three amens over here, one mm over here, and, and four, acaba, acaba, acaba over there. Don't worry, don't worry, I'm starting to, to land it. Acaba in Spanish means finish, finish already. Finish the message. So, so verse 38, what Mary's reminding us is we need to submit to God. We need to submit to his word. We need to submit to his promises. She said, be it unto me as you have spoken to your servant, right? So Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6, it says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In, your, in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. So mothers, you're blessed. You're highly favored. Mothers, you have a great assignment. And by extension, all you men out there, all the young folk that are here, those that are going to be mothers, those that are going to be fathers soon, remember the word of the Lord today. Remember the, the message, the reminder that Mary is sending us. That you're called to do great things. You're called to do amazing and important things. You have no idea how many people you're called to impact in the coming days, months, and years. But one thing is certain. God is with you. You're blessed. You're very special. And him and you, that's the majority. I don't care if there's 500 enemies. You and God are the majority. That's it. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. I've, I've said it often, but for those of you that haven't, Listen, you know, if you're a pastor, you're always preaching to the same people, right? So after a while, they get to hear your stories over and over. But I'm going to share this with you because it's so apropos. It's so, you know, the, today's message. And some of you, it'll be a, just a reminder. Maybe, you, some of, maybe some of you heard it 10 times, but I'm going to share it anyway. If you, if you don't like it, just go like this. <laughs> I remember in high school, um, we, we have lunch 
uh, closed in. I don't know how it works now. I haven't been to high school in many years. <laughs> I'm in my 50s now. So. so what I would see, hey, how are you? Come here. Oh, well, I'm still preaching. That's my grandson, you know. Papa, yeah. Right, come on, Papa. Anyway, so I'm in high school, right? And so I see a young kid go to a door and try to get out, but there was a monitor there, and he was a teacher. And so the, the, the freshman, he was a freshman, his voice hadn't even changed yet. So he goes to the, to the teacher, let me out, let me out, because his voice hadn't even changed yet. <laughs> Not yet, dude. So, so what happened is he, the teacher looks at him, and he moves over and lets him out. I said, how can that happen? But what, what I saw next was what impacted me. See, it was not that the, the little freshman who hadn't had his voice changed yet was big and bad. It was the six-foot-plus senior behind him. He says, that's right, he's with me. So he intimidated the guy at the door, and he let him through. So that's the same way Jesus is with us. He's with us. When we come at the devil, we go, come out from among them. Get out. I cast you out in Jesus' name. Right? Right? You know, you're, you're cramping my style, right? So it's not, it's, they're not listening to us. They're listening to the elder brother behind us. That's right. He's with me. Get out of the way. Hallelujah. Amen. So that's, that's the relationship. Right? Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Let me, let, me, let me finish my message, all right? He loves the drums. That's what it is. He wants me to take him to the drums so he could beat him like Kazi does. That's right. God bless you. So, in closing, that's right, I went there, I said it, now I'm bound to it. I got to close now. So, in closing, you're blessed, your elder brother, Jesus, is right there with you. The Spirit of God lives in you. You've got all the promises of God. I mean, you can't fail. Actually, the Bible says you're more than a conqueror. You're not just a conqueror, you're more than a conqueror. And in the words of Shambach years ago, and this, I love it the best, he said it, you know, two guys, they get in a ring and they fight for 12 rounds. One guy emerges the champion. He raises up his arm. He gets the championship belt and he gets his $40 million, whatever it is that they get nowadays, right? And he goes home with the check and he gives it to his wife and she just takes it. She didn't fight for it. So he's the conqueror, but she's more than the conqueror. So Jesus, he died on the cross, he, he, he rose again the third day, he took the, the keys of death and hell and the grave from the enemy, and so now he's the conqueror, and then he gives the victory to us. So we're more than conquerors through him that loved us. Amen.